The government extends the suspension of wrongful trading. How satisfied are businesses with their banks and what would make them switch accounts? And revised estimates for losses by the government on the bounce back and C-bills loans increases. All of this in the latest Business Finance Bulletin. Naturally, 2020 has been a torrid time for many businesses, particularly if you're a director of a limited company. One thing that is always in the back of your mind would be, if I make a decision today, is it the right thing for my business? And could I be held responsible? Now, previously, now there was a definition of something called wrongful trading. Now, this is where, as a director, if you make a decision that puts your business at risk or potentially could lead to creditors losing money, as a director, you could be held personally liable. Now, the government realised in these turbulent times that the directors kind of need protection because decisions could be taken which on paper look to be wrong but in reality to protect the business and keep it trading so back in june the government suspended the definition of wrongful trading and that covered a period from the 1st of march 2020 up until the 30th of september 2020 so directors were protected that say the sat suspension finished at the end of september but with the reintroduction of various tiers and lockdowns, the government has now realised that directors need this protection again. So with the fact from the 26th of November, the government has again introduced suspension of wrongful trading up until the 30th of April 2021. So if your business is in trouble, you can now safely make those decisions as long as it really is considered to be the best thing for your business. Now, the suspension of wrongful trading does not cover fraudulent activities. If you do anything wrong, you're still liable for that. But at least it'll give you some breathing space to know that if you're making the right decision for your business, as of the day and the time that you make that decision, then it won't come back to bite you. Great move there by the government. Hopefully you will prevent more businesses going into insolvencies by giving them that all-important lifeline. How satisfied are you with the service provided by your bank, particularly in these troubled times? Well, that's a question that's been posed by the current account switch service. The switch service is there designed to help businesses and individuals who want to move accounts to make it quicker and safer. The uh, service has done a survey at the end of September, taking a look at satisfaction levels amongst businesses as regards to service provided by their banks. Now, in particular, in terms of COVID-19 services, the survey found that 38% of business owners said they were satisfied with the service provided by their bank. Only 13% classified themselves as dissatisfied. In terms of overall service levels, 55% of businesses said they were satisfied with their bank, and only 8% were dissatisfied. So we can see a really good low level of dissatisfaction there. But what about those who want to switch? Now, interestingly, the survey found that 50% of businesses said they would not switch banks, even if they were dissatisfied with the level of service provided. We can see there's a lot of apathy and perhaps fear around moving banks. And of course, that's where the current account switching service comes into play. Now, of those businesses who do want to switch, what are the main factors that they take into consideration when selecting a new bank? Well, the survey found there are three key factors that businesses will take into account. First of all, 47% of them want advanced digital features. 
34% of them want good interest rates and 33% of them want a relationship manager. Well, good luck with that one. Now, one of the interesting thing that's come out of the survey is a comparison between when the survey was done last time in February compared to this September. Now, one thing that to be mindful of, sole traders very often operate bank accounts through their personal accounts. They don't have business accounts. Now, in February, when the survey was carried out, 69% of businesses said they had a formal business account. Now, in September, that figure is up to 74%. What's driving that? Well, very simple. Those sole traders who were operating through personal accounts found that they could not access bounce back loans. And so there's been a scramble to open business accounts, such as the scramble being that, that really hard now to actually open a bank account, particularly with the high street banks. They've essentially closed their doors because of this deluge of sole traders looking to switch to having a proper business account. The last interesting thing coming out of the survey is the fact that many businesses now see bank branches as less important to them. So perhaps we really will begin to see the decline of having a branch on the high street. As you no doubt aware, the government has extended the deadline for applications under the CBOs and bounce back loan scheme up until the end of January 2021. This means more businesses can borrow. And of course, if you've got a bounce back loan and you didn't take your full allocation first time round, you can now apply for a top up. All of this means that the government's potential exposure to loss has now increased. Well, the Office for Budget Responsibility has decided to revise its previous estimates on how much money the government could lose under these guarantees if businesses fail to pay on the loans. Now, first time round, the estimated loss was £16.9 billion to the government. Now, as at mid-November, the total amount of money lent under the schemes was about £65 billion. And the OBR kind of estimate that up until the end of January 2021, they estimate that a total of £87 billion will have been borrowed. So the revised estimates now of what the government could lose here now stands at £29.5 billion, just under £30 billion in losses that the government are facing on these various schemes. Of course, there's a trade-off for this. It has naturally kept many businesses away from insolvency and given them a lifeline. But still, it's a significant loss that the government could face. Not only that, as we know, under the scheme, the government is paying interest for the first 12 months and various fees to the lender. So the OBR reckon that in 2021 and 2022, a total of £515 million will be spent on interest and fees. So another cost for the government to take. So overall, you know, it's a brilliant scheme. It has kept many businesses alive, but clearly it comes at a significant cost for the government. Well, that's it for another bulletin. As ever, I hope you enjoyed watching. And if you did, please don't forget to give a like and a share and subscribe to this channel. So that's it. Look forward to being with you again next time. In the meantime, have a great, successful and safe week.